This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. My crowd work special, I'm going right into the plugs. My crowd work special, which you may have bought on Louis C.K.'s site, I think you can still get it there if you want to own it, or if you don't have Netflix, but it's on Netflix. Could have worded that better, but uh, check it out now. If you like it, maybe you can write a review. There's only a couple of reviews right now, if you feel like doing that, if you're inclined. See me on tour. I'll be in New Brunswick uh, this Sunday, well, depending on when you listen to it, July 19th at Stress Factory. Then I go to Iowa City, Milwaukee, Madison, Toronto, uh, Wontaw, and Holmdale. Those are oddball fest dates. Then I go to Tempe, Tucson, Missoula, Boise, Ogden, Utah, Spokane, Seattle, Bellingham. And there'll be new dates added soon to uh, a few other cities. And uh, Mark Norman is on the show. And I was excited about talking to him. I knew it would be fun. Turned out it was fun. Uh, Feral Audio brings you this podcast. So go to feralaudio.com. They have a whole bunch of podcasts on there that are all good. Um, And uh, that's it. Here's Mark Norman, everyone. So you're just complimenting my air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. It's nice and cool in here. I hate the summer. <laughs> you hate the summer? I hate it. You sound like you're about to go into a, uh, like I set you up for your summer bit. <laughs> I got a summer rant. No, I just don't like the summer. I'm a sweaty guy. All right. Yeah, I notice you sweat. Yeah. Because you often run into your shows because yes. you do so many sets that you're always... Always late. You're, are you, always, you were on time. I was a little worried about you being late. Oh, no. I made sure to be on time for yeah, this. Yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to be late for the Todd Berry podcast. No, no, you don't. I even got here a little early because I knew there was going to be some desk, front desk stuff. Hey, let's not reveal that I live in a luxury tower. Oh, right, right. Sorry. But it's nice to be here at Trump Plaza. <laughs> Do you, uh, now I saw you the other night. Oh, yeah. At the train wreck premiere. Mm-hmm. That was a funny movie. Great movie. That's going to be huge, I think. I think it's Avatar's best. Yeah, Can I, I say that? So. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I wouldn't say that to him. It might come across backhanded. You think? Nah, maybe not. I don't know. I, I won't say it either way. I always get, uh, whenever anyone compares one thing I did to another thing I did. Right. I go, hey, why don't you just say you like this thing? It's a good point. I like to tell people how to compliment me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is rough. That one bit you did was great. You're like, well, wait a minute. But um, now, I, now I saw you at the after party because I got invited to the after party also. After I asked for an invitation. Oh. Ouch. I didn't know that. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, she's a fan of yours. I didn't ask Carrie. Ah. I went uh, I went above her head. No, I went to a, <laughs> I called the president. Yeah. No, I asked Judd. 
he's nice. Enough. Oh, that was a smart, good move. Yeah, that's all right, right? I yeah. felt a little weird, and he was like, he wrote back immediately. And, oh, yeah, you're golden. Then an assistant wrote to me. It's like, oh my god, he. Everyone, it's it was like a mistake that I didn't get invited. He's, yeah, he's mortified. I got to say, I'm a huge premiere. That was my first premiere. I'm going to Southpaw next week. Southpaw, the premiere. What is Southpaw? That's that new Gyllenhaal boxing movie. Why are you going to that? Are you in that? No, my agent got me tickets. She's like, I saw you went to Trainwreck. Do you want to go to this premiere? I was like, let's do it. Where is it? It's at the Lincoln Center. Holy shit. Yeah. You'll be giving me that info later. All right, cool. Southpaw, it's a, a boxing movie? Boxing movie. Oh, that's the one where they show how ripped he is. Yes. pictures of how ripped he was. Um, anyway, I approached you. I think I had a glass of wine, and I said, you want to do my podcast? Which mm-hmm. must have, I must have been drunk out of my mind <laughs> on that one glass of wine and you uh you said yes you were really enthusiastic i've been waiting for that question since 84 <laughs> since, since the first podcast yeah i mean I'm, i listen all my friends have been on it so i just have you listened to writing my time yeah what episodes have you listened to oh, i've heard the donnelly the list the hanley the sam Marill, the, oh the saint germain yeah God, those are all your friends oh yeah see i don't know if i'd want to listen to my friend on a podcast but well, it's weird. I get lonely on the road, oh, nice. and I love these guys, so I just pop it in. I walk around, you know, Grand Rapids uh-huh. and listen to Sean Donnelly's, you know, high-pitched Irish voice. It's like you got your buddies with you on the road. Exactly, and you don't have to talk back. All right, let's get this out of the way. You oh, said boy. you had two uh, bombshell, like, apologies you wanted to lay my way? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's you have do- one. I have one. No, you you know of one. I know of one. Yeah. I mean, I didn't state what I think I know which one it is. Okay, but go ahead. What? This is this is unprecedented on the show. Yeah, usually it's light. This is going to get heavy. This is this, this going to be about forgiveness and. This is scary. I'm on your turf here. I know you're in my in my apartment. Go ahead. All right. Well, one was Caroline's. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was it. You, uh, uh, I was me trying to. Fuck around. Yeah, I get, you know I'm dumb. You said something. You, you well, maybe I could. You, you kind of go, Todd. You're, that joke you did. You're, you're better than that joke. <laughs> and I was kind of. It was one of those things. I always people give people like the benefit. All right, maybe he's fucking with me. I was, yeah. Okay, but it did kind of dance on the edge. Sure, sure. But maybe that's the way you work. You know, it's a tight wire act with you. I like the dancing on the edge, but obviously it's backfired many times. Now, do you think you were you purely joking, or were you? Like, oh, of course. Are I you mean, backpedaling? Now? I mean, I'm a fan. I've listened to you for years. I got the albums. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. What's the second one? I'm scared to hear this. Uh, the second one, I probably shouldn't bring up since you forgot it, but uh, you wrote something on Twitter, and this might even been before Caroline's. I was new to Twitter, and you wrote something like. You know, and your shtick. Oh, right. Okay, I and know which one of this. I wrote. I can't remember what I wrote, but you wrote back. Wow. Well, you. I said something about uh, I will now participate in this trending topic. That was and, it. And then you wrote back, I will now participate in unfollowing Todd Barry. Right. Uh, yeah, it didn't bother me that much. Okay, great. I mean, I figured, all right, he's just. I mean, it was like it always has that little like. It kind of bothers me, but then it's like he's. <laughs> How how upset can I get over that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's two of the most disappointing apologies I've. I was really hinging this whole episode on talking about. Well, I got that Caroline's thing. I I asked about eighteen comics. What do you think? Is am I done? Should I never see him again? Should oh, really? Hide from him? Yeah. And every time I saw you for like six months, I just assumed you were thinking about it, even though you probably weren't. I mean, I was. I definitely. I remember it. Uh huh. And it was definitely uh, questionable mm-hmm. behavior on your part, but I. You know, I got so many, so many problems in my life that um, 
The um, so you actually pulled. So it did it occur to you to just like send me a message? Go hey. I, I think thought, I said something. I was joking, but it may have come across a little harsh. I was too scared to send the message. I feel like that would just keep it going, so I was just letting it lie. But I mean, if I was going to type the guy who would like lay into you, I probably would have done it right there. That's true. But you gave me a nice, good one-two. <laughs> did I? Yeah, you said. Uh, oh, on stage, I did. No, I, off stage, oh, you said, are you, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, and that's when I panicked. Yeah, and I went, "Oh, come on, I'm joking." You went, "You better be." Did and I? Then you walked away. Okay. And then we went out with Natasha that night. Remember that? And it was super awkward. We went to the Bowery Hotel with Duncan Trussell. I don't remember that. Oh, it was a great night. Were you opening for? Yeah. And you did a guest set for a oh, letterman. And that's when that's when you insulted me. Yeah. But uh I I can't picture myself going, You better be, unless I was joking. It was something like that. It was like, Yeah, I hope so or something like that. Yeah, I hope so is different than you better be. But you stood your ground. It was pretty tough. Yeah, I, I don't take any shit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm over it. Now <laughs> I was really banking on that taking thirty five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Just crying and forgiveness. But you do sort of have a rap though. Yeah, I got a, a real foot in my mouth problem. What is it? Where do you think that comes from? Because I've because I I realized a few like I didn't really know you were joking until you just told me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, hey, maybe he is, maybe he's not. But then then you hear stories and like and then you're like, oh, everyone has that experience with Mark. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets one of those. It's out of love. I don't mean to hurt people. I just I grew up watching Tough Crowd. You know, I love all these guys <laughs> and like Nick DiPaolo almost beat my ass once. Really? Let's yeah. hear that. Uh, well, we did. Uh, we were doing Whiplash, and I had a, like a hot set. I was hosting up top, and I just I was like I was in the zone. I was super confident, and then uh, Nick DiPaolo goes up. He does well, whatever. And I remember being like, I'm working with Nick DiPaolo. Holy hell! And then somebody else goes up and says the N word at some point. Uh-huh. And so I go up and I go, Wow! I would have thought uh, Nick DiPaolo would be the first one to say the N word tonight. Yeah. And he was in the back, and he I saw him going to somebody like, What the fuck did he say? What was that? What was that? And he's like turning purple and shaking. He's so angry, and. Uh, he left, thank God, and somebody's like, thank God, you're lucky he left, because uh, he was about to kick your ass. Really? Yeah, and then we talked about it. He's like, you don't know me, you don't say that shit to me, you don't talk about me, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, sir, sorry, got it. Let's hear some others. Well, you know the charade thing, Yeah, hey, I didn't want to bring that one up. I, I don't want to get is, into it, but yeah. That, that was got, a thing. That one got, uh, that was probably, <coughs> excuse me, that one got pretty heavy, though. Yeah, that one got bad. Uh, I think I've pissed off. Uh, I've pissed off pretty much uh, every seller management. I pissed off Esty once. How did you do that? She hugged me and I said, uh, "Hey, is anyone else hard or something like that?" Ooh. And she was like, "What?" And I was yeah. like, "Ah, sorry." And she goes, "That was too far, too far, Mark." And like, she wouldn't look at me for the rest of the week. Wow, that, yeah. that, that's a yeah. That I, that one hung. I'm going to side with Esty on that one. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like I, I always think, "Hey, we're comedians. It's all jokes," and but you know. People have feelings. Wow. Yeah. Do you go to therapy about this? You I do go to therapy. That's none of my business, but... I love therapy. That changed my life. Really? Oh, my God. I, I, I dated a girl for nine years, broke up. The breakup was so hard that I had to go to therapy, and it, it was a game changer. How did it... Uh... I go to the guy that all the comics all the go guys. to. Yeah. See, that's there's this therapist who I've heard about who, like... 90 different comics go to. It's a lot. It I heard he's good, though. He's amazing. But Unreal. it's just something about like, sharing a therapist with all your friends is a little weird. <laughs> but you name them, they're in there. <laughs> it's a lot of guys. The, um, does he, is he expensive? He lets you make his, your own price. Really? Yes, yeah, so you can do 20 bucks or 200 You, could, like, you could 
just you could say I want to see you every week for twenty dollars. But you have to kind of show like, look how poor I am. You got to go in with like rags and a stick with a bag on it. You know, you really got to let them know if you're doing the twenty. <laughs> I won't ask what lovely. I'm going to say you're about sixty. Not bad. Close. Seventy-five. Yeah, eighty. Eighty. Because I was I felt guilty, so I said eighty, but I wanted to say fifty. That's also weird to go. What What do you got? Right. Like, just name your weird. price, man. It is weird. The um. Okay. Yeah, but he's oh man, I'm a new man. How many? How many? Uh, is he even a real therapist? Oh yeah. Oh, is yeah. he a? Isn't he a social worker? He's or both. He, but he uh, he, he has a PhD though. PhD. The whole oh, thing. Really? He's got okay. it up on the wall. I looked. <laughs> I read it. And uh, I mean Jackie Mason, Richard Lewis. Really? This guy's been around. Does he have? He doesn't have like headshots and does he? No, no. But he has newspaper clippings with him and like Jackie. That's that's very discreet of him to advertise. <laughs> oh, all these people come to me for their mental health issues. But somebody he's good with comics. I don't know what it is. What is he? What is he? How is he good with comics? I I think he just gets us. You can tell. You know, you talk to a guy and he doesn't know anything about comedy. He knows everything about comedy and like gets how we're introverted and weird and. You know, uh, need attention, the whole thing. Really? I'm a fan, yeah. So you go once a week? Once a week, and I always go in with nothing. I'm like, I got nothing, I'm going to waste 80 bucks. And then I sit down in two minutes, I'm gushing out these horrific things that happen to me throughout the week, and we're getting somewhere, and he hates my dad, and the whole thing. Have you broken down? Almost, but I I won't let myself. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't cry in front of an old man. Is he old? He's pretty old, yeah. 70? I'd say 70, late 60s, grew up Lower East Side, old Jewish guy, uh, was in a street gang. Yeah? Had a zip gun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's the real deal. Ran away from home, ran to Miami when he was 14, lived in a trailer. I don't want to, I feel like I'm giving away his stuff. Uh, do you think you are? Well, I think it's fine. I don't think he uh, knows what a pod. Yeah, also you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't reveal his name or anything. Mm-mm. All right. No, the, no. Uh, how many sets a night do you do? Oh, uh, geez. Tonight I have four. Tomorrow I have five. Really? Yeah, four is my favorite. Five's a lot. Six is crazy. What's the most you've done? Eight. Eight? Yeah, but that's counting an open mic. Yeah, that's still going on stage. Yeah. It was at like six, so I could squeeze it in. Did you do it at that point? Was it just to see? The was it a numbers was, game? Just yeah, that see? was a numbers game. That was a Steve Byrne night. Everyone's the legendary Steve Byrne night. What is this, like 13 or something? I think it was 13, yeah. He did a, like a documentary about it. Oh, maybe. Something like that. Huh. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. Do you get anything out of I mean, do you? Because oh, I find yeah. if I do more than three, I start. It's just, it's just about uh, not repeating something I did on an earlier set, and I don't feel like I'm getting work done. Oh, I, I'm, I'm the opposite. Really? I, I look at it like a piano. Like if you were playing the piano, you'd want to. You don't want to just do it fifteen minutes a night. Yeah. I wanna, like really try to play the piano. Oh no, I've done plenty of sats. Oh, I know, I know. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't go on every night, but and I haven't. I mean, I've gone on multiple nights, but sometimes I do. If it's like into like four or five, I mm. feel like uh, I don't know. It's just it's uh, it's not creative. But I, I also that that could be me because I'm not trying hard enough. Mm. I mm. might just be focusing on. Uh, it's probably yeah. It is probably partially me because if i said hey on the last two sets i'm going to try this thing that i didn't try on the first two sets exactly which i don't always do because i'm i get lazy right 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 
Well, have you heard that Colin Quinn thing where he says... I don't listen to Colin Quinn. <laughs> no, what did he say? He said he does like a 10-point rule. If he does a new joke, he gets three points. If he does a riff that hits, that's two points. If he does a thing he's never said before, that's four points or something like that. I can't remember what it is exactly, but he's always trying to get to 10 points. And it's like a pretty cool little system. I never knew he had that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he applies it, but uh, that's that was his move. Huh. Yeah. I like that. It's not bad. So after every set, he... He remembers? Yeah, he listens to it, or he, you know, even before the set, he's like, all right, I'm going to say this, I'll riff this, you know, I'll try this. Because I know Seinfeld's got that thing where, uh, I think it's more of writing, where you you don't want to break the chain, Mm -hmm. so like you do whatever you're going to do, then you put an X on your calendar, and then you do it the next day, you put another X. The idea is not to have like this, because it makes you feel like, oh God, I don't want that. Right. That no X box. Yes. Or whatever I was trying to say there. Well, he got the Times mentioned that to him. He's like, "Why is this so popular?" He's such a curmudgeon, that guy. You know, can't people just like it, Jerry? They like the idea. <laughs> See, now you're going to owe him an apology. Ah, uh, well, that would be nice. I've, I met him at the creek. He came to the creek. Yeah, oh, he, with Colin. He opened for the the old. What is it? Long story short, or whatever. Oh, really? No, no, unconstitutional. You talked to him for a bit. Well, he got bombarded so much by all these nut jobs that. Uh-huh. Uh, he had a great line. One guy was like, Jerry, I got to get a photo. Look, look. And he was showing him on his phone. He's like, look, I want Howard Stern, Artie Lang, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. And, and Seinfeld goes, ugh, you're just showing me a slideshow of people you've annoyed. <laughs> like, oh, that's oh, great. Oh, that's great. That's uh, that's something I would want to say out loud. But right. I wouldn't say out loud because I'd be afraid. Yes. Of, uh, that's great, though. Cause, but it's not like anyone's going to Facebook Jerry Seinfeld go, you were mean to me at the <laughs> creek in the cave. Exactly. Oh, that's that's a great line. Great line. I was I was impressed. I was standing right next to him like, oh, man. I lo- yeah, I love that the guy's like, I got all these, so you, you don't you want to be part of this? Right, <laughs> right. Well, I am one of the most successful comedians ever in history, so maybe being on your phone yeah. is not something I need to do. Anymore. Exactly. Did he do the picture or did he? He did not, but he, uh, I went up to him and I said, I got to say something that actually can you know, stand out a little bit. So yeah. I went up to him and I said, uh, I'm the master of my domain. No, I'm kidding. But I went up to him and I said, uh, I love the the web series because it was brand new yeah. at that time. And he was like, oh, all right, great. Because I don't know if he knew people were watching it. So yeah. That, that was nice. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. But I, I think, what? Sorry. I had one with Chris Rock years ago when I first moved to New York. I saw him walking down the street and I said, born suspect. And he goes, wow, and kept walking. <laughs> so that was nice. That's what his, that's that's just like deflecting you. Going, yeah, you got it. <laughs> see you. That's the same as saying see you later. Yeah. But it's also, uh, who else have you, what other celeb encounters do you have? Well, I got a good thing going with Louie. What's that? Oh, I got. A, you were involved in this, actually. Not really, but a little bit. I'm trying to throw you in to keep you interested. But I'm uh, interested. So uh, I saw Louis one night at the cellar, and I was—I ran in, and I was like, ah, six spots. And I was so, you know, like uh, out of breath and winded that, like, I didn't see him. He was standing behind. This is a long time ago? This is probably three months ago. Oh, three months ago. He's sitting on the stairs in the cellar, and yeah. the bouncer is there, big guy, so I couldn't even see Louis. And uh, the bouncer goes, don't worry, you're not late. Aziz went on. And I started shitting on Aziz. I was like, ah, fucking Aziz, god damn it. And I can hear laughing. And I'm just shitting. I'm letting it all go because I don't know anyone's there. Yeah. And he's just <clears throat> slapping his knee, and I'm calling Aziz all these insults and everything. And uh, I look over, and it's I'm like, I'm making Louie laugh about Aziz. <laughs> How great is that? And uh, so then he's like, six sets, really? I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is my sixth one. He's like, well, where are these shows? And I was like, I got a bar show here and a bar show there. And he's like, email me a list. So I gave him my email. He emailed me, which was 
huge. Yeah. And uh, I just wrote back this long email, and we started talking about Pryor in the email. It was amazing. Really? I'm on the road, and I was hungover in a hotel room emailing Louie. It was, it was wild. It was like a, a special moment. And, uh, yeah, so I sent him the email, and uh, I told him about my show, Hot Soup. I didn't tell him it was my show. And uh, he showed up two weeks later. Yeah. And I was hosting, and he's just standing in the back, and he was so nice and polite. And he's, I said, can I get you a drink? He said, just tap water, no problem. And I said, you want to go next? He said, nah, put one guy up. I don't want to bump everybody. And I was like, oh, my God. Did he? Uh, this was the one you do on 51st and 2nd? Yeah. And yeah. it was packed. It happened to be a great night, thank God. And uh, Gary Veter was on stage, uh-huh. also co-producer. And Louis was like, who is this kid? He's hilarious. I would, I would bet he would like him. I, yeah. Because I've seen, when I first time I saw Veter, I was like, oh, Louis, Louis would like this guy. Oh, really? Cause oh, maybe not jokes? the first time. Just because he's got a funny way about yeah, it. Yeah. And I, he's I, funny. He's great. And I go, yeah, he's, this is Gary Veter. He opens for Todd sometimes. He goes, really? And so that was your... Your inclusion. Oh, it was good to include me in that. Yeah. For credibility. But I think it made him more like Gary Moore. Like, oh, wow, okay, so my friend knows this guy. Who else have you had at that show besides me and Louie? Uh, we had uh, Aziz Gaffigan, Sarah Silverman, Jeff Garland. Sarah, huh? Yeah, I don't know how. That was Levenbach. Really? He pulled that one off, yeah. Although she got so Mont. ambushed that I don't think she'll ever come back. Because oh, it's not really up there. It's not really a... Uh... I wouldn't say it's comedy fans. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, hey, let's walk over from our apartment on 52nd Street. Exactly. And see the show. And, <laughs> and there's, there's no green room or anything. No, there's no green Yeah, what's with the green? No, I don't care. I yeah. wouldn't expect a green room at the at the uh, the Irish bar free it, show. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my green room? <laughs> now let's talk about, uh, you've opened for Amy Schumer a lot. Six years now. Six years? Oh, so you were there just as it was, uh, were you doing, when you were doing clubs? Is that one? Uh, I was an open micer. I was doing comics. Comics was the only place that would use me. Uh-huh. And I bombed one night, and I had one joke that hit, and she came into the green room, and I remember sitting there with Pete Holmes and Joe DeRosa, and she came in, and she goes, uh, that one joke was great. And I was like, geez, I really bombed. And uh, she goes, do you want to do Hofstra with me? And I didn't know what that was, so I, was, I thought it was a drug or something. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> That's funny. And, uh, yeah, we went to Hofstra. We took the LIRR out there, met her mom, had dinner at her childhood home. Really? Like, hit it off. Yeah, and the mom was super nice, and we all went to Hofstra together. I bombed there, but we took the train back, and we just made friends. And she's like, I'm going to send you some more dates. Really? And uh, it was like Chicago Improv, Denver Comedy Work. I'd never done a road club or anything like that. So it was uh it was it was huge it was a huge career game changer. Yeah, that's also and all for, for a bomb also for I know. But I think she saw something. Maybe she's just like, "Oh, well, I'll never have to worry about being blown off the stage because <laughs> this guy bombs all the time." Well, one I know she doesn't want to I probably don't want a female opener because it's too much female maybe. Yeah. Or she wants all the girl jokes, I don't know. And two, I never tried to hook up with her, and I think that was a big one. Really? Yeah. I don't like blondes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Did she ever go wide? How come you never tried to hook up with me? No, no. It was pretty uh, just set in stone the whole way through. So you really don't like blondes? I mean, I would have sex with a blonde. I have had sex with blondes, but she doesn't. I don't know. She never. I just saw her as a, a comic, as a buddy. I don't know. No, there's nothing wrong with being just friends with the woman. Yeah. But uh, the blonde things is, is, in, is just intriguing to me. Yeah, I mean, I would. If a blonde girl approached me, I would. Do it, but uh, you wouldn't make her dye her hair. <laughs> hey, can we go to Rite Aid and get you some dye right. before we do this? Like the opposite of Hitchcock. So you've done six years of that. 
Yeah. So you you were starting the clubs and colleges, and then it moved up to the big theaters. And yeah, she had a little bit of a follow. You know, we do the uh, fucking Hartford Funny Bone. There was eleven people there, and yeah. you know I'm struggling through. And then she would do her stuff, and then we would go drunk, get drunk after, and that was it. And then one day she did the roast, the Charlie Sheen roast, and it uh-huh. was that was it. That's the, is that what catapulted? That's what it was. The clubs filled up. And uh, then she got her own show. I remember her showing me on a laptop. She's like, I got a show. Look, here's the uh, the the unfinished pilot. And I was like, wow, you can see the boom mic and everything. It was so crazy seeing the whole thing just keep growing. And now she doesn't talk to you anymore. Not really. Now I feel weird around her just because it's like we've done so much. She's still great. She still throws me a bone. I did Carnegie Hall. I did all these other things. Uh, uh, Apollo Theater, open for her. Chris Rock directed and uh, that was her HBO special. So I'm still in the I'm still in there, but I, she's I just busy. feel weird. She's busy, and I get it. And I'm not. I haven't gonna... even asked her to do the podcast. <laughs> I think Got she it. hates pods. I would think that would be the last text she would want to receive. Now, is, yeah, well, I'm sure she's receiving much worse. But oh yeah, but oh, do you yeah. want to do my podcast? So I have you, and we talk about her, and it's like having her on. There you go. I can give you the give you the inside scoop. The um, now that you've worked with her, because I've had this with Louie, where people have it. People said, "Hey, man, can you get the script to Amy?" I get that all the time. Yeah, I, I get that, that with Louie. I mean, I I had it recently with a friend of mine, someone I know, and she called me. She's like, "Can I ask you a favor?" And I was like, "I can't get a script to Louie." And oh, that's what she was calling. About. Nice. I, like, I felt it's one of those things where, you, oh, I got it. Good for you. I got it. But I mean, it's also a thing where it's like, it's not. It's, it wouldn't be doing you a favor, right? Right. I'm not gonna. Here's if someone gave me a script. Oh, let me read this right away. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to read it. No, no. So do you get those? You get like a... I got an email today. Hey, I, I just saw her GQ layout. Did you see that? No, I heard about it. It's her like Star Wars theme. You know, she's like blowing C-3PO and stuff. And uh, this guy was like, I write a Star Wars blog or Star Wars podcast. Could you maybe just, just saying, could you throw it out there? You know, she might want to do it. I saw she did this the layout and I'm like... She did the layout because Star Wars is coming out. You know, she doesn't give a shit. Right. She's not a Star Wars fanatic yeah. who wants to do other Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's not a theme she's that's, trying to run uh, with. So that was just like a stranger wrote to you? Uh, he said we'd met. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, there's there's that, uh, there's that a fine line between being assertive and being just just someone no one wants to deal with. Yeah, and, and he was like, look, I know it's a one in a million chance. I'm like, it's actually less than that. <laughs> it's not even one in a million. It's a zero in a million chance. Yeah. That's fine. I know it's a one in a million chance, but I'm just got to, it's so much better to bug you about it rather than not try. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a lot of that. A lot of that, but I got to my life has improved so much just from knowing her, which is kind of scary. Like, if, I, if she hadn't come back there, here's a fun fact. Oh, good. She asked me to do the, uh, I'd never done a feature set. I probably had 11 minutes that uh-huh. weren't that good. And she asked me to do the, uh, f- what's that, Atlanta punchline. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you want to do it? You can open for me. And I said, of course, of course. And she goes, all right, I'll email you. And she emailed me, and I wussed out. I couldn't do it, so I lied and said my parents were coming in town. I was too scared to go. Really? Yeah, it was like, it was overwhelming. I was too young and dumb. And I just said, I, I my parents coming to town. I lied. You lied to her. Yeah, and luckily she asked me on another one, it, or else I would have just lost the whole thing. But what you were open? Oh, so you're doing shorter sets, opening for? Well, I was stretching twenty out of eleven. So why didn't you just try to do twenty? Why didn't you see if you could open for and do twenty at the punchline? Because the idea of flying down there and, oh, really? and getting a place, because like she couldn't back then. She was like, "I'll give you the spot, but I have no money either." 
so I can't put you up and everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But it was just too overwhelming. Like, I didn't know her. I'm a big introvert, so I'm scared of new people. Are you really? Oh, yeah. I don't see you as an introvert. I hide it. That's why I drink so much. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's oh me just trying to be fun and uh, suppressing the anxiety. Oh, my God. This is really... Uh... You're coming unhinged. I love it. This is all the shit I learned uh, in Big Fair. Is that what he said? He said you drink too. Uh... Yeah, I kind of put that. Do you one drink together. a lot? I don't. I'm hungover right now. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Where did you? Where were you drinking last? I had night? a hot date last night. Met a girl at the cellar. Let's we, hear uh, about it. Yeah, I met a girl at the cellar. She said, "You want to get a picture?" And I said, "Yeah." And I did my classic. Let's get one of us kissing. Bada bing, bada boom. We're two doors down drinking, and uh, we're making out at the bar, and went back to my place. Damn. Yeah, it was a wild, wild night. This was last night? Yeah. I showered. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you got a germ thing. Yeah, I do. To be fair, you don't look like you showered. But <laughs> don't have like, you have a I didn't shower today vibe. So you you actually say that to him and let's get a, one of us kissing? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I figure what, what I have to lose. She asked for the picture, though. Right? She asked for the pic. She stopped me. She was waiting. She was waiting in a booth alone. Really? And I had been hanging out with the, with the gang at the table, and I was leaving. Were you a little? Were you a little like maybe I shouldn't do this? Nah, I've I've gotten rid of that. Really? Yeah. You Last haven't New had York. any uh, any psychos? Oh yeah. Oh definitely. I uh, hooked <laughs> so, up with a was, yeah. Go I, ahead. I hooked up with a mom. This is a gross story. I don't know how gross I can get. Yeah, it's a podcast. All right, but I, I know you're squeamish. Yeah, yeah. But okay, well I'll keep it. Uh, euphemism. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so I met this girl at the cellar. She was a mom. She was an old like, what do you call it? A uh, Jewish woman from uh, way down by Coney Island. What's that place called? Damn it! It's like a real. It's like a Hasidic. Uh, oh, something park? No. Oh, Sunset Park? No. no, further, further, way out. Like Jones Beach area, like yeah, old school. And uh, she was with these other three women, and they all knew David Tell, so they were like hugging him. Where and was stuff. this at? This is at the cellar. This is okay. a while ago. And uh, so I, one girl was like, "You were really funny." I was like, "Hey, all right, let's go back to my place." As a joke, and she goes, "All right, let's go." And I was like, "Okay." We get back to my place. Within three seconds, she's naked. We're going at it, and she, I remember she yelled, uh, "You better not have a small dick," which is terrifying to hear. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know if I do, uh, but uh, it's hard to get erect sometimes when that is thrown out there immediately. When someone's like putting a immense pressure on you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, I think that's some bio. There's some biology in that. So we're going at it, and she goes, uh, "Geez, don't you want to fuck me in the ass?" And I go, "Do you want me to fuck you in the ass?" <laughs> and she goes, oh, "Yeah, I've been waiting for it." I was like, "Well, how do I know that?" Okay, so we just start doing that, and she just starts squirting everywhere like not like vaginal like oh. orgasm she can only get off anally and i mean just my bed is is covered it and i'm covered in it she was on top it was wild and then uh wait she was on top and you were doing anal yeah i didn't even know you could do that i didn't either she was facing the other way oh, and okay. just going yeah, at yeah, it yeah. and uh you know my bed is is soaked and then she put her pants on and left Oh my god! It was insane. Yeah, it was like a Tuesday night. <laughs> it's Tuesday night. Yeah. Wow, that's like Wednesday night stuff. <laughs> that's uh, that's insane. Showbiz. So the, she's like, I was waiting for it. Yeah. It's like I was waiting for it. You know, usually I, I am having anal sex with, <laughs> within, an hour and a half of meeting someone. Oh yeah. Wow. 
And she was an, old, an older mom? She said? was probably 45. She had kids. She told me about her kids. She's like, they're with the husband this, this week or whatever. They're divorced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. He's these, like, uh, these gals. Like, honey, I don't want to do anal every single four times a day. Wow. But you're an introvert, right? I can be. Hey, easy killer. Oh, well. I so thought yeah, we all show were. Yeah, I'm a bit of an introvert. I can stay in my apartment all day. Really? No no problem. See, I'm a social introvert. <laughs> like, I love going to parties, but then at some point I hit a wall and I go, mm, I got to get the fuck out of here. I see. But, so you don't like going to... I love the idea of it. I'm like, oh, party, it sounds amazing. And I get there and I immediately like, oh, shit, and I'm such a... My parents are such a... My parents didn't like pay attention to me at all, so I have okay. that whole weird thing. So if I walk into a party and everybody doesn't go, hey, Norman's here, I assume they all hate me. So that's why you insult people. Again, exactly. Get yeah. <laughs> well, I'm getting attention now by getting punched. Right, right, yeah. Hey, I'll take it, anything. That um, that story was good. Oh, I got a million of those. Jeez. You got another one? Oh, man. Are these uh, all on, have you told these on 50 different podcasts? Not that one. That one's pretty. That's an exclusive? Yeah. Oh. That one's pretty naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them come from the cellar. I think people know the cellar is prestigious. Yeah. And they, they, they enjoy banging somebody from this nice, good, famous club. They enjoy banging someone. I would like to bang someone because the cellar is prestigious. Um, yeah, but the with Amy, I mean, it's a it's a what do you call it a home run? I mean, I'm opening for four thousand seats. Uh-huh. It's nothing. It's ninety eight percent, thirty eight hundred women. Exactly, and uh, they'll tweet at me after because she's like a once she got famous, she's like I, I got to go back, I got to write, I got to talk to this guy, I got to email. So yeah. I'll just go out in Chicago or wherever the hell we are, and uh, people will tweet me like, hey, like a girl will be like, that was so funny. It was I've never heard of you. Good to hear from you. And I said, where, where are you? Let's get a drink. I'll just tweet that back, and she'll be like, I'm here. I'll Uber it over, and that it usually works out. Will you direct message her, or will you? Uh, I uh, I you don't, did? and then I delete it. Oh, so you do. You just get the message out. I get the message out. I get the address, and then I delete all of it so my friends can't make so fun of So she, like, me. tweets the address she's at? Or? Well, she'll be like, I'm at... Joe's Pub or whatever the hell it is, wow. and then I'll just go there. That's uh, it's it's a new new time we're living in. That yeah, that's 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 uh, yeah, that's good work you're doing. Are, are you on the <laughs> are you on the Tinder? I'm on. No, I'm not on the Tinder because that's another one. You you land the plane, just start swiping. Do you do that? Yeah, I have, I have. It's it's a lot of work though. I'm too famous to be on Tinder. Ah, oh, that's that's true. I heard they're doing verified accounts now. Oh, which seems like. Seems weird, like you'd be like, "Yes, I'm a real famous person who right. wants to meet you for coffee." Yeah. So uh, let's hear about tendering. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a process. You really have to learn it. It's it's like you you, you match with a person, uh-huh. and then you go to a private message place. Then you get the number. Then you start texting, and then you meet up. So it's a real process. Uh, do you have the patience for it, or do you do you go right for the let's meet? I go right for the let's meet because. Uh, how else is anything going to happen? <laughs> you know, let's be realistic here. So you don't want like a serious girlfriend? No, not anymore. I, I mean, nine years, Todd. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't know about that nine-year relationship. My whole 20. I mean, this is high school sweetheart. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. Lived together. It was it was, it was. was tough. She's a great gal. You still talk to her? We're, we're cool. Like, she'll be like, you have mail here, you know. Oh, wow. So it's all business, but uh, yeah, we're cool. Well, She's, that's good that you're cool. If I wasn't a comic, I would try to still be with her, I think. Really? Well, I'm doing five sets a night. I'm on the road. I'm in L.A., so it's it just can't can't work. I feel like if you can't be a good boyfriend, you shouldn't do it. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. That's the uh, that's I've never heard you say anything that made that much sense before. <laughs> Why is your now? I tried to email you from your website, and it was it spit it back. Is that right? Yeah. Ah, shit. Think of all the chicks. Oh my god, I gotta fix that. All the chicks that are trying to email you. I didn't know I had a website. What's the section know? on your website? Jews. I'm a huge fan. Love the Jews. <laughs> Is it just pictures of Jews? Yeah. Oh, it really is just a picture. That's I, funny. I got Stephen Wright in there, which I heard he's not Jewish. I just assumed he was. <laughs> Irish. Black Irish, they call it. I'm Jewish if you want to put me in here. Trust me, I know. I'll get you in there. Has anyone uh, been offended by this? Yeah, one comic, I won't mention his name. He's very sensitive about being Jewish, and he was like, What's, what the fuck is that supposed to be? And I was like, it's an homage. I'm, I'm a fan. It's my shrine. And he's like, all right. And he like... Asked around, and people were like, no. Like, he asked, like, my friend Sam Marill, who's Jewish, probably one of my best friends. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's not. Get out of here. He thought I was an anti-Semite. That, yeah, I mean, that'd be a weird... It'd be weird to have a section called... To be anti-Semitic, just have Jews and just have pictures of famous Jews. And that's, right. That's showing that you hate Jews. Exactly. That would be pretty bold. But you need to uh, remove this from your site. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, though, the pictures are blocking your menu. Oh, you're right, yeah. Oh, you can move the pictures. You see? Oh, my God. Interactive. This is the best website ever. Hey, I'll take it. Blossom, never watched it. Kids and Salad, I don't even know what that is. I put a couple real non-famous Jews in there. Oh, that's just some kids and, okay. Those are uh, Israelis. I'm realizing a podcast, probably the best thing, not the best thing to do is to look at someone's website. Oh, right. describe it on a podcast. Yeah, go to the website and play along, folks. Yeah, we'll get to that plug shit in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. But no. uh, I love the Jews. I think I grew up in a in a black neighborhood. Uh-huh. And you know Where what, was that? Uh Treme in New Orleans. Oh wow. Yeah, terrible neighborhood. We got robbed at least once every two months. You know, it'd be that thing where you go outside and the car's gone. You're like, uh-huh. oh shit. Guess we're not going to school. Uh but yeah, yeah. Eventually my parents, two guys broke in and held my parents up, tied them up with neckties. And like put a gun to their head and got everything. Your parents? Yeah. Oh my god. I was at a Mardi Gras parade. I came home and I saw eight hundred cop cars in my house. I thought my parents were dead, and then we moved after that. Crazy. You tied up your parents? Yeah, with with a tie. Oh, that's horrifying. I know. It was See, it was pretty would, bad. That would fuck me up for a long time. I it think. fucked my mom up pretty good. Um, yeah, I had a weird childhood. My dad got a wild hair pizzazz, bought a mansion in this terrible neighborhood, and uh, it was. Such a fixer-upper that he had to turn half of it into a bed and breakfast to, like, make income. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it was like there were pigeons in there. You know, the paint was coming off the walls, bad plumbing. And so I'd be eating breakfast with, like, Chinese businessmen and weird traveling musicians and hippies because they would eat breakfast with us and because uh, it was a bed and breakfast, and then I would go to school. So my brother is now a computer programmer. He was too scared to go outside. I got beat up all the time, you know. Uh, so he was like, fuck this. Now he works for Google. Who, your... My brother. Just because he was like, he became a computer expert because he just played on his laptop because outside was so terrifying. Oh, wow. Yeah. But do you go back to New Orleans now? All the time, all the time. I think I, I, think I saw you there. Oh, that was another thing you did once. What? I, this I totally don't give a shit about. Oh, thank God. But you, I saw you in the audience and I sat, and then I saw you leave in the middle. Where? Oh, where? Um, what, was, <laughs> what was that place? The uh, not the Budokan. That's that's in Tokyo. It has a name that's sort of. Uh, Wait, this is in New Orleans. Yeah, during their festival. The hell yes. Yeah. You sure I was there? Oh yeah, you were there with a woman. Oh. Oh, it's like I a, do remember now. Yeah. 
I was so jealous I wasn't opening. Were uh, you really? Yeah. Well, you had uh, a couple local guys opening. I was yeah. like, I could blow these guys off the stage. Do you get like that? Well, a little bit. I was like, come on. I got credits. Are but, you going to... Uh... Uh, I was happy for them. They're friends. <laughs> you know. I'm happy when friends get to work together in the city they live in and see each other every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I remember I saw you walk out, and I, I, I don't, thought about giving you shit from the stage, but then I was like, you know what? I don't. Yeah. It's not like I watch comedian sets in their entirety. So. Right. And I brought a girl as a date, like, you got to see this guy, but then she was getting a little hot and heavy. She had the hand on the knee, and I was like, let's go oh, right really? here. That's because that's she was bored. Yeah. It's <laughs> because she was bored. But it's nothing against you. It was a I know, sexual I'm all... thing. So you put, I'm looking at your, your wow, you you schedule sets, uh, like s- small room sets, like months in advance, huh? Yeah, I just put them up there or else I'll forget. Yeah? Yeah, I have to just put it, even if it's like a shitty bar show, I'll just put it on there because I don't want to miss it. That's cool. The uh, You don't have a whole lot of tour dates on here. Yeah, I'm not doing as much road. I'm working on it. I got some hot dates coming up. What do you got? I got the Sacramento Punchline, San Francisco Punchline, Tacoma Comedy Club, uh, going to Hawaii again. Where are you going in Hawaii? Uh, we talked about this. Not on my podcast, we did. Waikiki? No. Waikiki. Waikiki. Oh, those guys. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Shane. Yeah, he, they're good. Looking forward to that. They'll treat you well. Have you been to Hawaii? Oh, you've been to Hawaii. I went to the Maui Comedy oh. Fest, which was unreal. Yeah, that guy brought me to do one show in Maui when I was in Waikiki. That was, that was, they were they were really nice. Oh, um, the the tall bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's they great. took good care of me. Do you get do you get the thing where you're in? I I almost don't like the beach. Do you like the beach? I, it's funny because I was just in Tel Aviv and then I went to, uh, um, Hawaii and I kind of walked on the beach a little bit, but I never like got a towel, put on flip right. flops. <clears throat> And laid out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not a big beach guy. So for me, Hawaii, people are like, you're going to Hawaii? And I'm like, I'm just going to go, really. You yeah. know, like, I'm going to see some sights, and I'll probably get bored and probably lonely and drink too much. Yeah, I was a little uh, I was a little lonely. Yeah. It's, because uh, once you get past, like, it's the most, how beautiful it is. Sure. You're kind of like, all right, I'm still alone. I can't, I can't hang, talk to this sunset. Right. I can't talk to this turtle that washed ashore. But that's the thing. No matter how cool the place is, you're still in your head. I know. It's still got that's your brain thing. with you. You can't leave that behind. That's the thing. I guess why I drink. Because I've been all over, and I uh, there's times you're like, wow, this is kind of... It's fun walking around Stockholm, but I'm also kind of a little bit lonely. A little bit, yeah. But then in, then in the, you know, then when you're done, you go, holy shit, I played Stockholm. That's that's what it is. It's the rights to say I did Stockholm. Yeah. Where Have you worked overseas? Uh, I did the Middle East, did the troops thing. Where did you go? I went to Abu Dhabi, uh, Bahrain. Ah, shit. All these names. Uh, I went to another one, Saudi Arabia. One more. I can't think of it. But yeah, it was it was brutal. I hated it. I got I got that like apocalypse now, laying on the bed, slow fan, ceiling fan, just going, and I was like. I was cracking up. The, the the jet lag got to me, and then I was drinking to try to like come back to like uh-huh. level out, and that was fucking me up. I was I was a mess over there. I was calling all my friends or texting them like I'm losing it. I'm freaking out, and they're all like, "It'll be all right." It was bad. I couldn't do it. How long did you do it for? I was there eleven days. See, I I I've talked to people who've done it, and I was like, on one hand, it sounds like it's just such a cool story, 
But at the same time, I was like, God, that sounds rough. It was awful. And, and the I, shows were? The shows were fine, but I'm staying in a hotel. The hotel was nice, but it was just that, that jet lag and felt so lonely. And, and it's a sad place over there. It's just dusty and you know very primitive, and they hate gays and women and everything. So it's it was just a bummer. You know, you walk around, and you're at the bazaar, and everybody's dirty, and look, everyone looks sad. It's not a very, like jovial place right you know and the women are all covered and there's the religion there's giant statues and giant billboards of this leader of theirs and ah, it's 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 rough so i i was pretty bummed out over there does it pay well not really <laughs> are you uh i'm glad i went but i won't go back are you doing any more shows with amy or she's not gonna be touring for a while i imagine i don't think she's touring for a while but uh doing the oddball Oh, I'm doing a couple of those. Oh, nice. Which ones are you doing? I haven't gotten my dates. I think I'm pretty much east coasting it, like northeast. Yeah, I'm doing two local ones. Yeah, I think I'll probably be on those. Uh-huh. Uh, just, uh, you know, little stage. Obviously. Oh, on the side stage? Side stage, I assume. Oh. I don't think they're going to put me on the big Louis Aziz, Todd Berry, Schumer stage. Yeah, you don't want to be on that big stage, man. I'm scared, though. Really? I mean, I'm not scared, but I'm scared when I think about it. Yeah. And I will be scared, but, I, you know, I've, I've done big places but what's it, like eight thousand something like i that? think some of them are like bigger than that jeez i think some of them are like fifteen thousand. oh my god yeah. that's not even comedy at this point <laughs> uh i went and saw kevin hart at oh Barclay yeah center that was fun was that good yeah hmm. good backstage spread too oh like, like curried goat he had backstage wow like a bunch of different kind of chicken mm. oh, i love free food that's oh, my fuck. favorite thing. do you love it i love i live for free food really i was Putting shit in my pockets at Tavern on the Green, not literally, but I mean, I was just I just overeat, overeat, overeat. I'm obsessed with free food because they they pick it all for you, and you get to just pick and choose. I love it. Yeah, that that food was pretty good at the, uh, Tavern great. on the Green. That, those steak tenderloins and the mushroom ravioli. Woo-wee. I had the uh, or I had the orchetta with the broccoli and the sausage. Oh, I had that as well. Oh my god. And the, then I had fries just to make it really healthy. I, I, I did the same, and I put a little of that uh, mushroom ravioli sauce on top of the fries, ate it with a fork. Woo. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. So what other, what's your, uh, what, are the, what are the things you want to do? You want to tour more? I'd like to tour more. I'd like to get a, I'd like to get an hour. You've done a half hour, right? I've done a half hour last year, but I'd like to get that hour together. But I'm a nut. It's got to be, every joke's got to be amazing or I can't do it. I think it's better. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you're like, I sort of did an hour. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're thinking like got eight minutes. You're like, oh, God, I hate the way I'm embarrassed by that. Right, right. <clears throat> As Chris Rock would say, that wasn't a special. That was a normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't want to have that. That's funny. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. How many? How close are you to the hour? I Probably about a half hour. But then even when you get an hour worth of material, you want to run the shit out of it so you have the good segues and all the great tags. And yeah. you want it to be... A little worn in like a glove, like a baseball glove. Yeah. You don't want it to be you too You just kind of want to just belt it out in there. Exactly. Slam it out right. tight. Yes. Do you, um, so you have, a, you have a new half hour. I'm pitching a show. I'm pitching two shows with Joe List. Really? Both reality shows. <clears throat> and I'm pitching a, a show about autism. I think, I, I think I'm on the spectrum. Seriously? I think so. I mean, I, I, I only see things black and white. I got some real problems. Oh, you do all or nothing thinking. Yes, exactly. As your therapist may have told you. I think he might have said that. Yeah, that's a therapy thing. Yeah, all or nothing. I'm either this guy loves me or hates me. I have no, you have I'm no not, gray area. No gray. Um. Well, you're probably right then. And yeah. If you, if you say they hate me, you're probably right about that. 
<laughs> no, I'm just busting uh, chopperoonies. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joe List. So you do your podcast called uh, Tuesdays with Stories. You don't have any guests on that, do you? We do, we do. But the, the, the fans hate the guests. They write in like, this is such a shitty episode. Stop having the guests. You guys have a rapport. You're ruining it. Blah, blah, blah. That's nice of them to write and tell you that. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to just not listening. Or... <laughs> yeah, especially when they tag the guest in the tweet. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's that's welcome to the world that we live in now. I yeah, don't, I don't like it. It hurts. I don't like it. So you got let's do some uh, pugaroonies here. You got your uh, you got the stand. Let's do the let's do the ones that are not New York. Yeah, let's do. Uh, well, do you want to just tell me? Oh, the you're doing Asheville, North Carolina, or did you just do that? that I just did that. That was great. How I, was that? It was killer. What a what a room. It's called the Mill Room. It's sold out. Yeah. And uh just a great town, great people. You headline it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a I like Asheville. Love it. Why don't you take off your old dates off your calendar? What? You're on the old You got to scroll down, right? I know, but it, this way, I, why are you making me work for oh, it? Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't I got to get a new website that things from the 80s. I'll tell you what to do after this. Uh, <laughs> what else you got? You got... Uh, I think I got Sacramento. Oh, Tacoma Comedy Tacoma. Club. That's a good place. Is it good? Yeah, it's a nice hotel. If oh, great. They're in the same spot, which I, they probably will. It's a really nice hotel, and they're Sweet. nice there. Uh, you got uh, Sacramento Punchline. Yeah. Where are you in San Francisco? I don't see I'm that. I'm doing the Punchline on Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, for oh, some that reason. Week? They're just having me do a little It's not weekday. on your calendar. Man. It's not? No. Oh, I got to put September? that in. September? Yeah, the nights before Sacramento. Yeah, then you got Sacramento. And then I got, a, I believe, Stand Up Scottsdale. That's not on here. Oh, my God. Got Dead Crow Comedy Club. How do you like it? It's good. And I tell everyone I've told about, you got to go to the Serpentarium when you're alone. I have heard that on the pod. Have you? Yeah. It's, it's great. I remember one guy it's said, just... what kind of food is that? When you said, you got to go to the Serpentarium, he's like, oh, what kind of food is that? Really? Someone yeah. said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's. I hope I ripped into them good. <laughs> trying to think if there's do you have any more stories you want to slam home before we uh well i just gotta say i did the the big j roast oh the other night it was amazing uh-huh. everybody murdered everybody brought the heat yeah metzger vecchione big j everybody killed uh and i as inspiration i watched the patrice roast i didn't know you were on it yeah you murdered i did do really well if i do say so myself and that was 12 years ago yeah were you nervous because I was probably nervous, but I also... You didn't show. You were, you were riffing on Steinberg. He's like, and Steinberg brought two boxes of pizza. Oh, did he? Was that the one where they brought pizza? And I they, think it was Barry... Yeah, they cut it into like yeah. slivers. Right. Like, yeah. like that was, it was such a... I think I ripped on Barry Katz. You oh did. You did get Barry pretty But good. yeah, I got a... Uh, I have to watch that. That's on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's only audio, but they show... Each comic, when they when you go up, they show your headshot. And when Ben Bailey goes up, they show his headshot. He was really funny, too. He annihilated... How um, how how far into the thing am I? <laughs> uh, you're pretty close. I'm I think you're like about, third or fourth. I'm making this about me, right? Yeah, I do remember that. I remember I I f- sort of flubbed this ending, and I tried to insult Patrice, and it came out like as a compliment. Ah, and then I was like, oh my god, that's not what a roast is about, right? But he uh, he took it pretty well. Oh yeah, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, it's so funny though, cause to to watch that or listen to that, and it's like Bill Burr, Geraldo Quinn. I guess Quinn was huge then, but like. Bill Burr was just a Billy Burr. He was just like a nobody. Yeah, yeah. And I remember then, Bill Burr when he was... Uh, I remember Bill Burr asking me whether to keep the mic on the stand or not. Wow. I love stuff like that. And I said, here, take this advice and then go get bigger than me. <laughs> and he did. 
But it, yeah, watching him get huge was, was pretty cool. Yeah, but but he you know he did it the right way. Just yeah, worked his ass off. He's funny. He had some uh, good dig on you, I think. Did he? It was just about the obviously about you know pick up the energy. You know you're like human Tylenol PM. I can't remember what he That's said. That's all right. It's a roast. Yeah, yeah. All's fair in a roast. MarkNormanComedy.com. You got your podcast Tuesdays with stories mm-hmm, on iTunes with Joe List on iTunes. Uh, what's your uh, Twitter? At Mark Norm. Ooh, somebody got it. That's got to hurt. Do you have a verified account? No, they won't verify me. Why not? I don't. I think I asked to be verified, and that fucked me. It's time to call Amy. <laughs> That's a good title for this episode. It's time to call Amy. Yeah, uh, but my Facebook is verified. My fan page. I got a. I got my Instagram verified. Ooh, that's very elite. It's like me, Madonna, Paul McCartney. <laughs> wow, and Obama are the only ones with verified. Uh, well, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks I for having me. I accept those apologies you gave me earlier. We probably should have bookended the show with one apology at the beginning, <sighs> one at the end. You're right. I fucked that up. Should I insult you really quick and then apologize? No, no, no. Okay. Thanks for being here, Mark. Thanks for having me. And you guys at home, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Feral Audio. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.